everybody, and welcome to a new episode of the DigiEat Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Yates. The DigiEat Podcast is me just sitting down with anyone I feel like to talk about whatever strikes my fancy, but mostly about food and life. Now, before we get started, I want to mention our sponsor, HaHa Hot Sauce. HaHa Hot Sauce is the official hot sauce of the DigiEat Podcast. We actually really do put it on everything. It's made with the highest quality Carolina Reaper peppers, and it's made by hand by hot sauce connoisseur and fellow stand-up comedian Dave Yates. No relation. You can order it online at hahahotsauce.com. I cannot recommend it more. It is awesome. So, today I sat down with fellow comic Anna Valenzuela. Anna's a beast on the stage and has also appeared on Roast Battle on Comedy Central. She also loves food and also happens to be my roommate. So, enjoy this pajama-clad sofa chat. Hey everybody, this is Nicole Yates, and welcome to another episode of Digi Eat. Digi Eat! <laughs> did you eat? Oh, I did eat. Yeah, we did eat, didn't we? We did eat. We did I eat. cooked. You did? I did. All right, we'll get into that. Okay. All right, I have uh, Anna Valenzuela here with me today. Hi! Canadian slash roommate slash uh, pancake cook. Yeah, well, I didn't, I can't take responsibility for that pancake mix. I just <laughs> provided both flame and pan. That's fair. To that pancake mix. That pancake mix was weird. It was paleo, though, so apparently we are skinny and buff now. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go just wear my bikini the rest of the day. Exactly. There we go. Yeah. A winter bikini. Yeah. This is my winter bikini. That's right. Yeah. It's winter in the rain. Because it's raining here in LA one of the four times of the year that it rains. Yeah. I love that yesterday you were like, what's with this overcast shit? And I was like, this is just LA in the winter. This is this is what winter in California should be. <sighs> yeah, we do this. I know. But before I left for Thanksgiving, it was so like bright out. It was cold, but it was bright out. It was cold and bright out. Yeah, which but, I'm yeah. all about. Yeah, no, uh, and a couple years ago, it was 100 degrees at this time of year. Our world is catching itself on fire! Ah! Ah! Where's the marshmallows? Mm, uh, well, I had a marshmallow shake from Mel's Diner. Yes, you did. So you've had Mel's Diner recently mm-hmm. for the first time. Yes. What was that experience for you? I mean, it's okay. Okay. Um, the, um, it's right. it's a, you know, it's a little bit expensive. It is, yeah. Um, but the patty melt was good. Yeah. What else did I have there? Grilled cheese? You had a grilled mm-hmm. cheese there once, I is think. Is that what it was? I don't know. I had the chicken pesto parm. Chicken, not oh. parm. Chicken pesto, yeah, on gluten-free bread because oh. my stomach is a nightmare. Right, right. Because um, I used to eat spaghetti sandwiches with sourdough bread and just spaghetti. Yeah. And hot peppers. Sure. Now I can't digest anything. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder maybe like the like the maybe the uh, the solution to gluten free problems is just like scraping out the insides and starting over again. I thought about a fecal transplant for sure, um, but I think a lot of it is just uh, it's I I think it's the way we process the food in our country yeah. because it's coming up all over the world now, and I think that I've been told that in Europe. I will have a uh, easier time eating wheat because they process things differently there and they don't use that Monsanto grain. Because Monsanto makes its own grain. Monsanto does, Monsanto is like such an evil overlord of a company. Yeah, it's real bad. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, real, it's, it's amazing we all don't have arms growing out at the top of our heads. That's true. But what's great is they're starting to get nailed in court for things. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, or finally take, finding Aaron Brockovich type lawyers to like take on big wheat. <laughs> yeah. Take on a big wheat. Wheat. Because I'm actually, I don't have celiac disease. I'm intolerant to wheat the way that people are intolerant to lactose. Mm. So it's like I will have a lot of gastrointestinal problems. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. You've seen it. (laughs) You have seen it. I'm the only person who went to Asia getting diarrhea before I even got on the plane. (laughs) I had Asia diarrhea before I even got to Asia. Um, I will, I will die. Uh, if this were caveman times, I'd be dead. That's true. I would. You know, though, if like in Europe, though, I would if I were you, I would still be hesitant to eat the wheat because, like, you don't want ass explosion while you're like looking at the Tower of London. You know, like. Or that's exactly where you want ass explosion. <laughs> Everywhere I went in the Philippines, when we would walk up to something that was like a Catholic, because like the only thing to look at in the Philippines is this place called Intramuros. And mm-hmm. Intramuros is this like Catholic city compound in the middle of the city mm-hmm. where they used to just like murder Filipino heroes. Like, oh. yeah, it's, it's a, every story of the greatness of the Filipino people is ends in and then the catholics murdered them in a very public way yeah 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 they're not good at that they were like there's this like badass uh lady her two of her husbands were killed in a war against the catholics and the colonizers and she um she after the second husband she lost her mind and she led a really successful campaign against the conquering armies and she killed a bunch of dudes and there's this like badass statue of her like just like with a machete just like riding on this horse it's like some real brave heart shit and the end of it is they killed her in a very public fashion well um, i mean if you can't make an example of them really what's the point yeah so my favorite thing to do was to walk up to the monuments of colonialism and just be like colonizers and then just like walk by be like don't take a picture of that bullshit that queen don't mean shit to this country i don't know why i decided to do that uh, <laughs> well let's let's roll it back a little bit so <clears throat> you grew up in uh outside san luis san, san luis obispo well i was born in san luis obispo and then my dad who was a trade butcher uh and a uh proprietor of uh the best uh santa marie style tri-tip sandwich i've ever had yeah yeah we'll get to that we'll get to what that is <laughs> uh that uh he i was born and i think at like two or three they busted up the butchers unions in uh that so was like mid 80s they busted up the butchers unions in uh california so he got a job with the uh california state prison system he was the superintendent of the meat processing plant for mule creek state prison that's like a that's like a shirt and tie job yeah it was a shirt and tie job yeah you wore a suit to work and the whole nice. thing you didn't have to carry a gun or get spit on or anything that's like, nice yeah yeah he was he was the nice guy who taught the guys a trade and um so he he did that and uh, we moved up to a little town in northern california just about an hour and a half uh east of modesto called ione in amador county and uh, no one knows where that is but if you google it it's exactly the same like there is (laughs) it's like a no sidewalk town you know what i mean Uh it's like population was like 2500 but they also factored in a portion of the prison right right both of them there were two prisons so you um do you spend a lot of time like just cooking home because you know you're because there's you and your dad? Yeah, my and, well, it was very funny because my mom took to cooking. She we her side of the family was not, and it was sort of my mom's identity. But come to find out after she passed, what I discovered is that my dad taught her how to cook. Oh. She didn't really. My grandmother can only make one good meal, and that is some sort of 
It's basically tofu with, like, just regular, like, Stouffer's breadcrumbs or something on it. See, that's crazy to me because, like, like, uh, you know, I'm Polish, which I've mentioned it, like, a thousand yes. times. Yes. And, like, when all the women cook. Like, yeah. I mean, the guys might cook every once in a while, but, like, like, you, like, your grandma cooks, your mom cooks. Like, some of them like it, some of them don't like it, but they do it and they're good at it. Yeah. And so whenever I hear, like... Women are like, I don't cook, or I'm not, like, I mean, my, actually, my, my godmother, my Chachi Diane, she hates to cook. She does it. She's not great at it. Okay. But she does it, and there's certain things that she does really well. She makes a baller Jewish apple cake. Mm. She makes really good deviled eggs. Okay. She makes pretty good roast chicken. Okay. Um, and her meatballs are good. But yeah, you know what? That's you all know? you need. That's yeah. all you need. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, my grandma cannot cook. She could not cook to see. When you say grandma, I want you to, okay. When I say grandma, when you say grandma, I imagine a lady in like uh, red sweatpants with a red sweatpant top right. that has like a iron on applique of um, like a cat, right? Mm-hmm. And like a sewn on collar, like a, mm-hmm. like a, like I imagine a grandma ass grandma. Like the lace flip out. A lace flip out. Yeah. yeah, that's what I imagine. And um, my grandma is like she sees experimental like foreign movies where there's just like orgies in the middle and she like like one time I I came in the house my grandma was just like staring at a tall candle so it's like a tall skinny candle right staring at a tall skinny candle drinking wine silently and I was like, this is the most upsetting thing I've ever seen in my life. I was like, grandma, what are you doing? Like, and she was like, I'm just contemplating. Like, that's my grandma. My grandma is from space. Uh, possibly, she likes me though. She loves you. She's, uh, uh, I was telling a friend of mine who's a therapist that you called her out. She's on meds now. She's, so she's tape. Uh, she's in the cage. Uh, right. we got her in the cage, but, uh, how you kind of called her out. You asked her a really brilliant question if she'd been on meds before. And she said, yes. And you were like, oh, when you start to feel better, do you stop taking them? And that's exactly what she does. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I, and she was a marriage and family therapist and she's, give me the shirt off her back. She's super brilliant. She's just a dollop of crazy. She is just, and cannot cook. So my mom did not have any, and also like her relationship with food was really bad. Mm. She didn't like... She didn't, my grandma, like, has been on a diet since 1972. Right. And so, like, I have to tell the doctors not to let her look at the scale when she stands on it or to, like, change it I, to that colorism. That was brilliant. That's a brilliant thing. Yeah, well, that's that comes from working in drug and alcohol treatment because yeah. I've just been around so many people with eating disorders. Right. And so, um, so there's that. But my mom learned how to cook from my dad, and um, she was on and off a pretty good cook. She got into baking a little bit. Mm. Um, she would go through a thing where she would make like persimmon cookies because there were just persimmons that grew wilds where I grew up. What? Yeah, there's persimmon trees and blackberries, and it was like a real Huck Finn existence, complete with the racism. Like That's crazy. it was, yeah, it was it was crazy. So like we would pick you know wild blackberries and make like blackberry muffins and stuff. And she made persimmon cookies and fucking snickerdoodles. I can now eat snickerdoodles. At 37, I can now eat snickerdoodles. That bitch would make 2 million snickerdoodles a season. I don't understand what the big hoo-ha is about fucking snickerdoodles. They are, like, just okay. If you love a snickerdoodle, that's your jam. 
And she fucking loved to snickerdoodle. She fucking loved to snickerdoodle. I don't even know if she... I think she liked making them more than she liked. She would do the yeah. peanut butter cookies with the little cross on the... You take the fork and do that. And then she would do um, fudge. She made really good fudge. Can you eat fudge? Yes. Really? Most fudge recipes don't have wheat in them. Some do, some don't. I was going to bring back fudge from the Jersey Shore, but then I was like, you can't eat this. I can eat fudge. Yeah, I can oh. eat fudge. I'll, I'll just ask them, like... Especially if I'm in a like in a shop. Yeah. I found a place in Flagstaff, Arizona. Oh God, I wish I got the. I wish I could remember the name. They had incredible fudge. What? Like 30, 40 varieties. It, I'm telling you, there's on the uh, on the boardwalks in the, Jer- the Jersey Shore in the, in the South. Yeah. Um, it's pizza. Okay. Fudge, caramel popcorn, and then like uh, French fries. Okay, that's all you need. Yeah, I mean that's. That's it, but like the fudge. caramel corn is your fiber. Yeah, and there are people who will fist fight you over the different places that make the better fudge. Really? Oh yeah. You know who makes a really good fudge is our friend Soup Daddy Jared. Really? He makes incredible soup and incredible fudge. I did not know. And he, he makes a, he made a peanut brittle, and he made a um, last year he made a uh, oh god a. Um, uh, pecan brittle that was just like incredible. My old trash roommate um, used to make this thing with uh, it's like crackers. Yeah. And then like chocolate. Okay. And then like um, she would put like sometimes caramel. She drizzle caramel on it, or like. But then she made one for for Christmas. Was it Christmas? Somebody made this. It had um uh, crushed up uh, candy canes. I know it sounds weird. No, I'll eat it. It's delicious. I'll eat anything. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll try anything. I yeah. said, the weirder the better. I'm definitely the person I'm like, oh, you put olive oil and anchovies in that ice cream? Yes, I would like to try it. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm crazy. I, I love a weird flavor. Well, but you, you got that coconut vegan ice cream in your shake. <laughs> yeah, when we were at Mel's, I got the coconut vegan. They have a coconut vegan gluten-free options for their shakes now, which is great. Um, and it was, uh, it was great. It was their tribute to the penguin Mel's down in Santa Monica that closed. Right. So it's called the penguin mm-hmm. and it had marshmallow fluff in it. It was really good. It was yeah. really tasty. I really enjoyed it. They do not give you the spillover cup, the like extra cup. Yeah, Cause there's no there extra. Oh, there's no there's extra. No. That, that coconut ice cream is pricey. Oh yeah. That was, I bought a $12 milkshake. That was $12. It was $12 at the end of the day. Because I added the $3 extra different ice cream. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But it was really good. It was really good. Um, I, really, I tried some. It was good. Coconut Bliss ice cream is dope. Like, if you have any people coming to your house for the holidays with, like, issues, uh-huh. get that ice cream. Because coconut coconut's really good for your digestive tract, too. That's true. It's really, really good for your digestive tract. So cooking with coconut oil, that's what we got to get for the kitchen is coconut oil. Because I usually make my pancakes with coconut oil. Really? Yeah, it's really good. So it tastes like pancakes taste like coconut? A little bit. I want everything to taste a little bit like coconut. Speaking of my parents, they hated coconut. Hated coconut. Really? Could not understand my love for coconut. Like the first <laughs> time I had a haystack, I was like, what is this technology? It's a haystack. A haystack is like a um God, they used to make this at the the Masonic cookie drive. I'm not kidding. This is some real small. I'm getting real small town right now. What? No Lions Club? Uh, no, they didn't have Lions and they didn't have Elks. Although I'm playing the Elks Club on Friday. And it's really great because I have a friend who she full times in her RV. And when you're an Elks Club member, you can uh, hook your RV up to several of the Elks Club sites. You're not for- going to give Caitlin a shout out? What's up, Caitlin? She also <laughs> an incredible person yeah. who uh, can bake her fucking ass off. She's oh, really, awesome. really good at it. And her husband makes 
uh, one of these days you'll we'll have to get Bill on and we'll have to talk to him about this thing he calls heroin tacos. Because when you eat them, you got 20 minutes before you on the floor. Oh, shit. Yeah, they're really, really good. Um, But, yeah, back to my parents. So my mom couldn't cook. My dad could cook. So my dad is the youngest of... My dad is the youngest of two two children. Um, Single mom uh, who worked in two cafeterias down in the downtown area. So... She worked like in, um, the, he was like born and raised in like El Serino, Boyle Heights, like East LA. Mm-hmm. He lived in, um, he lived in Monterey Park, um, like, uh, some Echo Park area. Like, so he was, you know, he kind of bounced around and she, uh, cause my grandfather died. He didn't, he didn't run out. He, he died, uh, he, uh, when my dad was really young. And so he, he learned how to make certain things things from his mom and he learned how to make a lot of food that's like very uh cheap sure. to create so like there was a lot of things that he taught me how to make i think he was just trying to teach me how to live on a nickel because he knew oh sure dude well i mean you know you see the things i make like when i yeah. made, i made the uh i never told you what my bachi called that when i made the matzapona the other day matzapona and we have a version of that i was telling you my dad used to my dad used to saute like ground beef canned stewed tomatoes and canned uh canned green beans and throw it over white rice yeah, that's our version there of that. you go. yeah and um and i on occasion i will make that oh, i'll just like it. get a fucking hanker in for it um and uh yeah it's, he learned how to he taught me how to make like real poverty ass food but he didn't it's very interesting he was really good at grilling california style grilling so i don't have you guys talked about this santa maria style grilling here no no tell all That's right it. this is a digi eat first well i did get i did get a santa maria style pork loin once that was like from ralph's right I know you're looking at me like I'm crazy it's not a thing i'm just saying what it is okay. and 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 it came in like plastic and you just put the whole thing in the oven, and then uh, you kind of peel off the top, and it was done. So it had to get had the spice on it, the Santa Maria spice. style spice. Okay, yeah. so what that is, it's a dry rub mm-hmm. of the following things: salt, pepper, garlic, salts, and oregano. Mm-hmm. And um, I found a barbecue spot nearby that does Santa Maria style and they have a, an oak wood pit and they, that they, you know, they start, you know, at three in the morning or whatever. And, um, I asked them and how you're supposed to do this dry rub. You put it mostly on beef. So it's primarily on tri-tip and beef ribs. Mm-hmm. And, um, you do this, uh, over oak wood or a combination of oak wood and charcoal. And you're not going for your brisket fall apart off the bone grill. You're going for um, a little more medium rare. Like you're going for blood. You want a little bit of blood on there. And um, and you serve it traditionally with salsa, not barbecue sauce. Everything's better with salsa. Salsa and uh, a grilled French roll. And that's how you construct the sandwich, or you can have roll on the side. Now, if you do, and and baked beans that were cooked on the grill as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, like, that's that's kind of, that's that's the Santa Maria style cuisine, which my dad, so my dad fell in love with, um, he fell in love with the Central Coast when he was first together with my stepmom. They moved up. It's a long story. It's complicated. <laughs> um, it's, uh, yeah, it's so... 
So he moved up to San Luis Obispo and learned this style of grilling. And um, so that to me was barbecue growing up because my dad would, he would make a, he grew up poor. So he would make like, we would have like T-bone steaks once a week. We would have, my dad was buying meat like it was those, buying, he was buying meat the way kids who grew up in like South Central LA by Jordans. Like my dad was buying meat like it was his every, job. Every poor kid has something. Yeah. When they grow up, that's their thing. Yeah. Um, I used to work with this girl and like they came from like a poor, her and her husband came from like a poor, well she wasn't poor, but her husband grew up poor. Yeah. And um, his thing was he had to have a big truck. He, he, yeah. would, he would buy all his clothes from Kmart. Like, you know, like, it, it, he didn't care what he looked right. like, but he had this big, shiny truck. Um, my cousin's husband uh, grew up in Kensington, which is, like, a real, like, white trash, poor area of Philly. Mm-hmm. And, like, Brian is not a very materialistic dude, but he always has perfect sneakers. Yeah. Like, that's his thing. Yo, what girl stepped on my, like, hype beast knockoff sneakers uh, last uh, night? Because I, I knock off Yeezys, and I understood... I understood. I feel like I looked at her and I was like, bruh. And she just, she looked at me and she was like, what? And I was like, you stepped all the way on like a, like a very white sneaker. She did. And she only stepped on the white side. On the white <laughs> side. And, and I was like, bitch, what did you step in before you got to my shoe? Because it looked like she had just traipsed through the, like the oil changing bay of a Jiffy Lube. Like I was like, I'm going to kill you, her. You, you did a real good job of keeping it together but like you did stomp into the <laughs> into the showroom last night <laughs> i had to like clean my shoe i was so mad i was like i get it like i not now i understand sneaker yeah. culture because i can't wear i can't wear uh tall shoes anymore um but yeah so so yeah the, i grew up with a lot of that barbecue my dad would um for like masonic um fundraisers he would sell those sandwiches for 12-step fundraisers he'd sell those sandwiches at the county fair he would sell those sandwiches we had an eight foot pit in the back of in the back of our house and so yeah he would just tow it on the back of a shitty old truck that he bought this like beater old truck so that's how i grew up i grew up like just behind the grill like just knowing um, just having really good access to like meat. That's awesome. Yeah. And all kinds of different meats. Like, you know, sometimes we get invited to a barbecue and I'd play with an animal and I'd be like, what's its name? And he'd be like, that's dinner. And then they put put that fucking pig in the ground. You know what I mean? Like, like it was, it was great. I mean, but we, you know, we, uh, we ate really well. Food was very important to my family, often addictive. Like we had a very addictive relationship to food. But well, uh, I think that's just addictive personalities. Like you, you know, it whether it's sex or drugs or alcohol or food, you know, pointed at anything you'd like. Well, and the real, I think the real shame of the Santa Maria style grilling is we're losing it. It's what? we're losing it. What? And I actually, it was I've been yelling about this for a couple of years. There was an NPR report about it. Somebody like talked about it finally. Thank God. The issues I care about. Um, <laughs> it was like some slow news day, like where Trump wasn't yelling into the void and. Um, so yeah, it basically because barbecue is such a big deal now, it's like kind of considered high cuisine, right? Mm-hmm. Mostly because I think of cooking shows has yes. like brought people's like love absolutely of barbecue. Absolutely, cooking shows have the Food Network has like single handedly brought like kitchens back into like the public consciousness. Absolutely, because like all through like a, like a, and butcher shops, you see like yeah. artisanal butcher shops, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people will pay. People will pay. You mm-hmm. know, seventeen bucks a pound for like 
artisanal pork chops, you know. Um, when I used to have my perky business, on Thursdays and Sat Thursdays, yeah, Thursdays and Saturdays, I used to go to this farmer's market called uh, at this uh, urban farm place called Greensboro, not too yeah. far from where I lived. And you know, and I would sell my sell my pierogies at the nice. you know at the farmer's market. And you know, you get to know all the vendors. It's all the same people that kind of come mm-hmm. for the for the season. And there was a there was a butcher place nice. that would come. It was like a farm. Mm-hmm. And they would just come down, and the, uh, we would always have a good laugh because I'd say, "How many pork ones uh, did people ask you for today?" He's like, "People don't understand that there's like one pork loin per animal." <laughs> yeah, we got a pork loin, a pork, pork loin. loin. I brought one pig with me. Yeah, full. Right. <laughs> yeah that's so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, and also, like, if you're listening to this, you're probably already, like, a food person. But, like, go – my when I have had money, when I've had money or, you know, honestly, food stamps. There's a lot of – in Los Angeles, there's a lot of food stamp redeeming programs for farmer's markets because they want yeah, to support Yeah, you can use your them. SNAP there, yeah. You absolutely. can use your SNAP. So, like – um, farmer's market, not just fruits and vegetables are amazing, but meats, you can get really incredible meats. If you're ever in San Luis Obispo County, they had one of the oldest, longest running farmer's markets. They shut down the entire middle of the town and it's a combination of fruits, vegetables, butchered meats, and the best fucking barbecue carts. You can try every type of, of, um, central coast style barbecue in one night, just Man. bouncing from one place to another. Killing me. We need it's, to we gotta go. Yeah. You, you definitely, you would enjoy it. The, um, my dad always used to take us there and be like, uh, let's, let's order ribs at McClintock's and eat, eat them on the street, uh, eat them on the curb, like monsters. And we would just like sit on the curb and you eat, you just eat the ribs. You buy two ribs eat them, walk down the street, get pork ribs from Moe's, like, but barbecue sauce has entered the, which I love barbecue sauce. I particularly, you should do a whole episode on barbecue sauce. <laughs> I really love St. Louis and Memphis style barbecue sauces with a mustard or vinegar base. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love vinegar, so I'm all about I, that. A, a molasses base, uh, base barbecue sauce for me doesn't, it doesn't a hundred percent do it for me. Unless it's spicy. Well, here, here's my thing with molasses barbecue sauce. Yeah. I like it if it's caramelized. Yeah. Like, I'm not just going to dump, like, take a bottle and just dump it all over yeah. my shit. Like, if, because it's made to caramelize. Yeah. You put it on the ribs. You put the ribs on the fire. You know? Or, you know, whatever. You you, you put it on stuff and then it has to cook with it. It's yeah. not like, it's not an accoutrement off to the side where you dip, dip, dip. I mean, right. maybe french fries, but you know what I'm saying. Um... But yeah, that's that's part of the reason why I'm sort of hoping that like we both get into that Memphis Comedy Festival because then oh, we gonna fuck we gonna fuck that up. We gonna fuck. <laughs> fuck Listen, yeah. Memphis, if you're listening, you should a have a live podcast and mm-hmm. we'll order all your we'll order all the all, all the barbecues. Yeah, we will. Um, here's a so. So the place I found around the corner that does its version of Santa Maria because here's what happened: we sat down and I. Um, I said to them, I go, hey, uh, it says Santa Maria style ribs and tri-tip on this menu. I want you to describe to me what you, I said, why don't you tell me what this restaurant thinks Santa Maria style is? And so they told me oak wood, okay, dry rub, okay, salt, pepper, garlic, okay. Mm-hmm. And I said, and it came out and it was sans oregano. And the reason why it was sans oregano is they added... He said, do you want it with bar? I said, can I order it with salsa? I'll buy it if I can order it with salsa. And he said, let me check the back and see if we have salsa. And he was like, we do. And uh, he, he said to me, he kind of winked. He goes, you really are from the Central Coast, aren't you? I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't need barbecue sauce on it. I don't want it. 
And because um, you miss what happens when you drench, you miss the oak wood's the secret to the whole thing. Sure. So if you drench it in a molasses style barbecue sauce is what they serve with it. And that's why they kept the oregano off because it would throw the whole flavor profile yeah, yeah, off yeah. is that um, and when you serve it with a real heavy barbecue sauce, all you're getting is a chewy meat that doesn't have... They, because tri-tip's a trash cut. That was, yeah. That's the, the reason why it stayed on the Central Coast is because we were selling all the good meat everywhere else. Right. So, like... Well, skirts... You, is it skirt steak? Is like this, is it skirt steak? I, I think it is. Um, is the same way. Yeah. Like, it, you know, you just... You gotta cook it low and slow for a really long time. You gotta cook it low and slow. Because nobody else fucking wants it. <laughs> no one wants it. No one wants it. And the same... It's, it's, really, it's really a shame when you put barbecue sauce on... Uh, especially an oak wood fired uh, tri-tip, you're going to miss all the flavor in the tri-tip. And it's a really flavorful piece of meat. What? And you'll miss that oak wood, like... Sure. You'll miss the, the oakiness. There's mm -hmm. You really can taste it. It's really great. I feel like that's... If people do that with ketchup. I love ketchup so much. Oh, yeah, I love ketchup. But, like, when people just cover their food in ketchup, mm -hmm. I'm like, you haven't even tasted it. It's like people who... My dad dated this woman who... Uh, fun fact, looked exactly like Annette Funicello. Whoa. From the peanut butter commercials, the older Annette, Annette Funicello. It was very bizarre. Weird. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, so my dad was like, oh, I want you to meet her. And I was like, okay. He's like, she wants you to know if you want to come over for dinner. I said, sure. So he picks me up and we're driving. Did she to, give peanut butter to you? I wish. That would be really funny. But we, we drove over. Um, she lived in Jersey. And as we're driving, he's like, listen, I want to, I want to tell you something before we get there and I'm like here it comes she's got a third arm I can feel it like what's wrong with this woman and he's and he's like Eleanor's a good cook but she puts a lot of salt on her food do not say anything about it because oh, I am the me. first person to be like you know uh, no not like you I've seen the way you are with salt not like you <laughs> well I figured it out I was when I was a kid it was worse it was it's salt and then it was hot sauce after that because there's a lot of salt, salt in hot sauce. hot sauce I mean she covered her she made a nice roasted chicken in her uh big um she had a, like a convection oven cute you know? cute and it was nice and she carved it up and it was nice and then she picked up that fucking salt shaker and emptied it onto her food I mean, like it wasn't. It wasn't like 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 you're a little heavy with the salt, but like I mean, she was like pouring it onto her food, and I was. And my dad is looking at me like, "Don't you fucking open your mouth? Do not say a word." <laughs> I wonder if, in the reason, and Jared and I are both heavy with the salt. That's uh -huh. what we both. That's that's why he makes such a good soup, in my opinion, because he starts that salt. He starts the salt from the beginning. You have to. You have to start salt. If your if your relationship with is very, it's just so funny. It's like every health craze that comes out, it changes the way people cook, and we really get away from like the foundations of good food. Listen, salt is why food tastes good. You know why you salt can't... Salt acid. Yeah, you know mm -hmm. why you can't duplicate what people make? Like, if you eat something good in a restaurant, you're trying to make it home, you know why you can't? Salt. Salt. You're not putting enough salt in, probably, I, or salting at the correct time. Yeah, I was, I was just yelling at my mom. Well, I wasn't yelling at her, but I wanted to yell at her. Um, you're from Philly. You, you mostly yell. <laughs> <laughs> Do I yell that much? No, it's just funny. You just see, like, the way you communicate is just, like, passionate and, like, bah! like, like you just, like, yeah. you got that East Coast, like, own it, just lean East into it. East Coast aggression. East Coast aggression, yeah. Um, well, she she made pierogies, um, and she was, like, do you, on Sunday, she was, like, do you uh -huh. want to make some pierogies? And I was, like, yeah, okay. 
so um, so she she made them. She made me cheese and she made me um, potato. She pulled them out from the freezer, you know. And I'm eating them, and she's like, "So what do you think?" Like kind of half kidding, half serious. And I was like, "They're good." You know, they're good. No, don't insult the pierogi. And she and she was like, uh, do, you, "Do you like them?" And I'm like, "Yeah, no, they're good." I'm like, "You gotta stop being so afraid of salt," because they were a little. The filling was a little flat. But I don't want to say that to her because I don't want to hurt her feelings. You, know? you can always like add it, or you can. I don't. Do you is there like a pierogi dip? Could you dip a pierogi? Sour cream, baby. Yeah, you. I actually ordered nachos with sour cream on it the other day. I thought of you. I was like, she would be happy. I got the nachos with the sour cream. Had a girl. I know. Um, well, you can't. I mean, you can salt them, but like, you want the salt in in the filling, because like when you're making the filling, you whenever you make filling for progress, you're always making like ten pounds of filling. Yeah. You know, so it's like a big stock pot, big yeah. stock pot. And like the way I always did it was, you know, after you drain the potatoes, get them back in the pot. I took a big handful of kosher salt. You know, sprinkle, yeah. sprinkle that in. Then I start to mash them, which is a great hand gesture. Yeah. Uh, start start mashing them. Mm-hmm. And uh, pepper, uh, cream cheese, sour cream. And then I cook down one of those big softball onions and a pound of butter. Sure, sure, sure. Until, like, they almost disappear. Because what I've noticed is people who say they don't like onions normally don't like the mouthfeel of an onion. Oh. The, the, the flavor they don't really mine. So it's a texture it's, issue. It, it's a texture issue. Nine times out of ten. Because I've had people come up to me and they'd be like, you know, I really like your potato filling, um, but, but like, I don't like onion. And you don't put onion in. And I'm so happy. And I'm like, oh, I put onion in. You just can't, you can't taste it with your teeth. <laughs> she was like, oh. No, that's okay. interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and it, it always worked really well. I mean, my mom makes great produce, don't get me wrong, but, like, I mean, I did it for so long that, like, I kind of had it down to a science. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, it's and it's always tough, like, when you haven't had your mom's food for a little while, then you go back to it. It's I don't really know. My Both my parents, like, passed away pretty, pretty early in my life. Um, and if there's one thing I could, if I could get a Ouija board and go back and just, it, like, we had a Ouija board right now. Would I ask my parents if they loved me? Would I ask them if they were proud of me? No. I would ask them, why in God's name they allowed me to put sour cream and soy sauce on white rice at the same time and what? why I fucking loved it. My favorite thing. It was my favorite thing growing up. We would have steak, white rice, a little dollop of sour cream, and i put soy sauce on it and mix it up. I kind of get that, though. Excellent. I, I kind of get it. Mm-hmm. It's the two different flavor two different profiles. Things. And now I can't eat soy sauce, so I can't go back to that flavor profile to see if I really they like it. They make gluten-free soy sauce. They might. Yeah, they make gluten-free soy sauce. You're right. I think that... Put that on the shopping list. Okay, gluten-free soy sauce. Okay, <laughs> we'll try it. Um, but yeah, that was some crazy thing that I really liked growing up. But yeah, what did you... What was... Uh, you were just back in Philly, so you had yeah. pierogies, you had pizza, you were sending me a lot of pictures... Mm-hmm. What was your favorite? I like how I'm now interviewing you. No, it's fine. Let's do it. Um, um, what were your like favorite things? Well, my favorite things, my favorite thing, t- my favorite thing that I ate when I was out there um, was probably the uh, the Tony P's House of Pie, white pie with marinated tomato. It is so good. Is this the place that closed? Yeah, it closed. Rest in peace, Tony P's. Yeah, I rolled up and they, they had a big poster in the door that said, um, you know, like 
we're closing on Sunday and thank you so much. And if you want to come on Sunday and share memories and like, of course, like my mom was like, it's cold and raining. And I'm like, fuck. Um, but I did, I ate three pieces of it and, uh, it was, it was amazing. So that was really good. Okay. Um, and, uh, weirdly my mom made steak and baked potatoes like the last night I was there and the baked potato was really good it was like perfect fluffy baked potato it was perfect nice um and it's hard to get that right you know uh, what else that did I have that is very true did she butter it on the outside and do the cooked it in the the oven with the tin foil and the whole nine I think she I think she oils it up a little bit she oils it yeah, up and then, and then with the tin foil throws it in the oven and you know does the crisscross the, the X yeah I think most of the time the we cr- steam them now that's typically yeah. Because you, you can throw them in a you can throw them in a pressure cooker or a um, a rice cooker and it'll steam your potatoes. I think that's that really steams my potatoes. That steams my potatoes. <laughs> um, what else did I have? Um, and then of course Thanksgiving. Yeah, which was great. My mom makes a killer uh, homemade cranberry sauce that like I gotta make at some point because it's just so good. I love homemade cranberry sauce. I didn't know that homemade cranberry sauce was. I didn't know cranberry sauce was good because my mom always opened the can, cut it up, no one touched it. I love the canned cranberry sauce too. I am an equal opportunity cranberry sauce enthusiast. I did not enjoy the can. No, no I did not. I, maybe like it was it a texture can? thing for me. I don't. <laughs> but I do enjoy like a homemade cranberry sauce with like a little bit of citrus in it mm. that's yep there's a mm. there's a orange zest in it mm-hmm. and um and like the real cranberries and but then like and then uh like uh chopped up apples really small Ooh. really teeny small and then a little bit of the throw a little bit of the cranberry in there too to kind of it's it's really good and then she makes these little sweet potato muffins things Yummy. Yeah. So how- I'll buy some gluten-free flour. I have some at Stewart's house. I wonder if it's still good. Um, okay. There's uh, a really good gluten-free flour brand, the mm-hmm. blend that really, I mean, it really does its best impression of like regular baking flour. Dude, we should totally make them because they're real good. And, yeah. And like, it's really the one thing that is, that is my one Thanksgiving food that I have to have. Yum. Yeah. Well, what about you? What did, like, how, what did you do? Well, we were up in, you were we were Seattle. up in Seattle, which is a different side of my family. So traditionally, like for me, Thanksgiving is two things. First off, Thanksgiving is a condiment extravaganza in my house because we're not like big gravy people. Yeah. Um, I, I don't like the gravy. My mom and stepdad like the gravy. By the time I, although my sister, so my sister's mom is Chinese and she makes this gravy that is the drippings. It's the drippings, soy sauce yet again, uh, diced green onion, garlic, and a little bit of ginger. Hmm. Life changing. That's Ginger's. the only gravy I've ever been like, fuck me running. That's good. Dude, ginger. I love ginger so much. It's so good. Cook with fresh ginger and fresh turmeric. If you're listening to this, just grab some fresh ginger. Have a little fresh turmeric. If anything is bothering you in your body, turmeric will burn it out with fire. Yo, let me tell you, though. When I was on the road with MasterChef, yeah. um, one of our executive producers, we had to get, you know, you could get those shots. Yeah. Like the health shots. Yeah. So he had to have two health shots, and he didn't care which ones they were. They just had to have ginger in them. Oh. So, like, I one day I was going out to get them for him, and I wasn't feeling all that great. So I was like, let me get one of these mm-hmm. for me. Because I'd been on the road for three weeks, wanted to die, like, you yeah. know, how it is. And uh, 
I, it was ginger and turmeric and I don't know what else was in it, but I took the shot and the whole rest of the day, I was just sweating it out. Yeah. You sweat it out. It, I, it was not in a good way. Like my body was just like, oh, yeah. no, no. I was sick. <laughs> I was sick when we were doing our tour in Asia. We left the Philippines. The pollution there is really bad. And I, my really bad allergy is so I got instantly sick. And then by the time we got to Malaysia, our host in Malaysia was making me coconut smoothies that had turmeric, garlic, whole whole cloves of garlic garlic and um and uh yeah so it's like a smoothie it's coconut it had turmeric garlic and ginger in it It tasted like the bottom of a shoe and (laughs) it was but i uh, first off i love all of those flavors individually Uh Stuart was like i don't know how you've drank 80 cups of that but it burned the sickness out of me in a way that no other home remedy has. I remember the text I was getting from you about it and you were just like, I don't know what this is, but I feel so much better and he's making me more. <laughs> yeah, I was just in it. Like as I was drinking it, I instantly started draining. Like I was just like, <laughs> like it just started like coming out immediately. And he was like, it's working. I was like, Jesus Christ, Ahmed. Um, but yeah, it really does work. Um, so gravy. So I'm used to like a weird multicultural Thanksgiving where it's like a little bit of Chinese food, a little bit of, um, we always make homemade salsa, always, always on Thanksgiving, homemade salsa. And I should have made some and brought it up with me, um, or made some there. But the problem is, is you can't like sneak homemade salsa preparation up on people because you have to brown in my family. We brown like a pound of chili sale brule. In a pan. Oh, you open the windows for that, right? It is like pepper spraying your family. <laughs> and my Grammy would always do it at 5.45 in the morning. So we'd all wake up like, is the house on fire? Like, <laughs> I've cooked this middle of the day. I've made a little money selling it on the side. And when I cook it down, people always... Like, I've had, living in apartments, I've had people knock on the door and ask if my house was on fire. I'm not kidding. Like, it is a gnarly smell. So it's, like, not something you just, like, sneak up on your family with. You should you should make that your merch, like, uh, Dave, Dave Yates sells hot sauce. Ha ha hot sauce. Ha ha hot sauce.com. He talked me out of that immediately. He was like, <laughs> you do not want to sell merch that you have to make yourself. It is laborious. And... Uh, especially it's the way, the way I make hot sauce. I don't know if he makes it that way. There's just a lot of fumes. Like I have to wear like a mask now to make it. It's, it's a lot. You're breathing in a lot of capsation. So I don't know what that does to you. It might fix you. It might hurt you. Who knows? But, um, it's, it's good stuff, but, uh, I'm used to like, so we do like salsa and we have like a whole, so my stepmom is from Ohio. And so she does like fresh chopped vegetables usually onions, lots of onions, every type of onion, radishes. Um, then we have peppers, we have like hot peppers. So I'm used to like this whole condiment situation, like multiple dressings, multiple things going on, blah, 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 blah. So up in Seattle, it's a little bit, it's way more traditional, but there is like an aunt of an aunt has, who by the way, friended my boyfriend on, a friend of my boyfriend, on Instagram, like follows him on Instagram, but doesn't follow me. I was like, Nancy, (laughs) Nancy. Okay. I see you. I see you. Um, but, uh, so her, her brother's wife is from China and went to culinary school. So we had one Thanksgiving that was like truly brilliant, like 
amazing Chinese food alongside like the turkey and the traditional stuff. Turkey came out really, really good. Everything was good. And then she made these beautiful cranberry muffins in the small like decorative bunt tins. Oh. And nobody touched them. And I couldn't eat them. I could not eat them. I said, listen, if I could eat these, Nancy, I would have I would have actually avoided the store-bought. Because I think they made, like, pumpkin pie. They, I don't know if it was a homemade pumpkin pie. I was like, I can eat the top of a pumpkin pie. So I the had... Inside, yeah. I, yeah, I gave the bones to somebody else. <laughs> and so, so, like, but if I could have eaten those cranberry muffins, they were, A, beautiful... And B would have been really good with the cranberry sauce on top. Sure. But um, for some reason, nobody touched them. Not one. Man. And they were beautiful. They look like they look like Martha Stewart magazine. They were gorgeous. Oh. And I said, "Here's what you do with them." I said, "Cut those up tomorrow and make French toast." Ooh. Mm-hmm. French toast. A French toast with that. Mmm. Mm. Yes. So good. Or like dip it with coffee. Anyway, it was really good. Um. So that was the first one, and then we have like another feast. So it was my cousin, and when I say cousin, they're all like auntie uncle age. They're like in their sixties, but I love just being like, "What's up, cuz?" <laughs> they're all like super aggressively white people, and I'm just like, "Hello." They're they're like, "Hi, how you doing?" And I'm like, "What's up, cuz?" I'm yeah. your crazy brown cousin from California. What's they, up? Who's that salsa? <laughs> those are all the cousins that you see like every like never, and then yeah, and, and they're always like, "So I remember when you were like five. Oh, yeah. You know, no matter how, like, you know, I'm in my 40s, and they're like, how is that possible? And I'm like, I I don't, time ravages everything. I don't. Yeah, time, time <laughs> is uh, slowly uh, making us all gray and sad. Um, but it was, they, they do, so they're so funny because they're, like, very uh, practical. They were, like, school teachers. They're planning. So next, so they do this big feast every Thanksgiving. So next Thanksgiving, they're coming back two days before the feast. So, so they had, uh, she had, um, they're practicing for the following year cause they're going to be doing some traveling. So what they did is all turkey breasts. So they just did those butterfall prepackaged turkey breasts. They're delicious. They were delicious and they came out really moist. Mm-hmm. They barbecued three of them and then baked two and then they did a ham and there was mashed potatoes and um, mashed potatoes and green beans. Green? No, they didn't do green beans. They did a uh, pea salad. The fuck is that? I don't know. I didn't eat it. Um, and then there was something else. Dressing. There's like there. I I should have brought up the gluten free stuffing that Trader Joe's makes. They had they had some really good stuff. Um, it was it was really tasty. Really good homemade cranberry sauce. Uh, but she runs it. It's like a, it's like an army of people putting this whole thing together, and it was so funny because she, she would tell me to do something, but like tell me like half of a direction and like not give me an ending point. So like, so I would just do the thing until she's like, "We're never gonna use all that lemon juice." So I was like, "Put it in a shot glass. I'll drink it. I don't care." And so, um, so it was just really funny. And then, um, yeah, that was really good. We had that meal, and they had they're kind of a they're. There's some Italian in that side of the family, so ziti, no ziti. That's a Christmas. What? No thing. fucking ziti. Yeah, they do the they do like I think that's more of a Christmas thing for them. Uh, they sometimes do like soups and like kind of really hearty food, but it was it was really nice. Um, uh, they did go out of their way to buy all the gluten free bread in the world. They were very stressed out Aww. about is that Pacific Northwest kindness and accommodation. Very stressed out about what I could eat. And I was like, don't worry, I'll figure it out. 
I'm not going to put anything in my body intentionally that makes me ill. Don't worry about it. I did have, at one point I was coming back from like seeing on doing this. I said, Stuart, do me a favor. When I text you, I'm on my way. Can you make me a mashed potato, uh, mashed potato, ham, and cheese sandwich? Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. High five. Yes. Yeah. And he was like, absolutely. And I came in and my aunt was like, he said, this is what you wanted? And like, <laughs> hands me this monster sandwich. And I was like, yes. I was like, oh, blah, blah. Um, so good. And, um, but everything they made was just really, really good. She's always really good at cooking, and they just feed you. Every time I'm up there, I call it the Food Olympics. <laughs> and now, because I have, like, because I they understand that I work at night, and I come in at, like, 2 in the morning after stand-up, uh-huh. they will let me sleep in. So I get the kindness of missing breakfast, because... These motherfuckers, they'll, they'll wake you up to feed you to make sure that you're ready to eat by 11.45. So it's like, no, you got to wake up at 6, you got to eat. And then you got to you gotta come in at 11.45, I got to make you lunch. So we were able to, like, kind of reduce some of the food consumption. But last time, the time before I was up there, the, I literally forgot what it was like to be hungry. I got to Canada, I was doing a tour, and then I got to Canada, and I was like, I cannot... I didn't eat for like 24 hours. I had no need for food. I had like maybe one candy bar. I was I, just. I kind of. That's that was being at my mom's. We went. I forget what we did that day, but like we came home and my mom was like, well, "What do you want to do for dinner?" And I was like, "I don't know." She's like, "Well, do you want to go out to eat?" And there's this. Uh, there's this restaurant that I I love called the Windjammer in Summers Point, right at the bottom of the Ninth Street. You have bridge. a Windjammer T-shirt. I feel like you should. I don't have one, but I don't think they sell one. They should. That's a great name for a thing. Yeah, it, and it's great. It's like a diner, but like a couple of like it, but better, a little bit better. Yeah, than like regular diner. Sure. Food. And like everything I've ever had there has just been fantastic. Their breakfast is great. Like their service is good. Like they're they got these nice polished booths. Like I just love it. I don't know why. Am I and like as we were pulling into the parking lot? I actually caught myself saying, "Yeah, windjammer," and my mom's like laughing at me. <laughs> you get excited, like when you're. It was one thing that I was told. Comedian Jen Saunderson, who have you had her on? I am not. I need to. You had, need to have her on for two reasons. One, she used to have her own IFC cooking yeah. show. She can bake beautifully. Yeah. she is truly yeah, she an amazing can. cook, and she uh, highly recommended that I try this. Uh, Washington Institution, which my family, because they're so into cooking, they're such a cooking culture. Like my aunt told me, my 87 year old great aunt was like, I'm not cooking for you guys when you come up. I'm 87, I'm hanging up the towel. Liar. 12 hours, <laughs> not even 12 hours. We'd been there for six hours, right? So we're just waking up. She has a pound of sausage already baking in the oven. Yes. This do not fuck around. Stuart was like, how do you get anything done when you're up here? I was like, this is what you do when you're up here. You eat breakfast, you get under a blanket, you watch <laughs> the game show network, you get lunch, you get under a blanket, you watch the game show network. I need then, to hang out with your aunt, man. Oh, yeah, you would love it. She's, <laughs> she's the best. And so... Uh, she had never take. she'd never, no one had ever mentioned Dix. Dix is like, what if In-N-Out and McDonald's made a baby? So it's, it's smaller burgers like McDonald's uh-huh. and they do burger, lettuce, bun. I tried to, I was like, can I order it without a bun? And the girl said, no. 
So I ordered it with the bun and then I took the bun off and ate it like a weird meat reverse meat taco with all my fixins inside. It was pretty good. The meat itself was very, um, it's real cooked. She's a real, she's a real well done patty. Okay. Yeah. She's a real well done patty. Um, and they use tartar sauce instead of like spread. Tartar so, sauce? Yeah. They also have um, a burger, like you can get just like a cheeseburger. You can get, it's very plain. The fries are really good and they serve the fries with tartar sauce. And those were really, that was really tasty. That's what really shined for me was the fries, the tartar sauce. And then they have the dessert menu. So they have like ice cream milkshakes and sundaes. And the sundaes, it's like a soft serve, like a real nice soft serve. And the sundaes have, a you know, your traditional toppings. But there's two toppings that are really fun that they still have is butterscotch and blackberry. And blackberry is probably the most Washington thing you could put yeah, on it. Yeah. And I so I got the blackberry one and it was great. It was that That's was awesome. that was the true rock star of the whole. Yeah, I'm not a big butterscotch fan. Um, I like I just like yeah, I like butterscotch. I eat a lot I of mean, Werther's original. I, mean, up there. I like a Werther's original, but like I won't I don't put like butterscotch sauce on anything. Tasty cake makes uh butterscotch crimpets. Okay. The crimpet is like a, it's like a rectangular piece of uh, sponge cake. Sure, sure, sure. But like the edges are kind of wavy. Yeah. And then, um, and then it's, it's, it's topped with like a butterscotch sort of frosting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like people either love the butterscotch crimpet or they hate the butterscotch crimpet. I fall into the hate butterscotch crimpet. And, and fun fact too, when you get them, they come in packs of like, uh, two, two, two or three. I okay. And, um, if you open it, just open it. Uh, the frosting will stick to the plastic. Oh. So what you have to do is flip it over and rub it on a table back and forth. And I think that the heat from moving it around makes it stick to the cake better. And then when you open it and then it doesn't stick to the plastic. That's wild. Yeah. It, it's like a little inside crimpet trick. They, Who they, figured that out? I don't know, but I've, I've been doing it. Well, I don't do it, but like I've been seeing people do it since like I remember being in like first and second grade at lunchtime and somebody would have crimpets and then they, you know, just nonchalantly rub it on the, on the table and open wow. it up. And they also make jelly crimpets, which are my favorite because I, I will eat anything with jelly in it. Um, so it's the crimpet without the frosting and then they just insert nice. the jelly. I, I feel like they should do like uh, double stuffed crimpets, but that's, that's how it's I just like jelly. I would just eat the jelly. I would, yeah. I love just, jelly. We had, uh, so that was really good. Uh, Stuart... Stuart's very, um, he is, uh, my boyfriend, my boyfriend, uh, Stu B. Stu, my wife, um, <laughs> he, uh, he is a, uh, he, he didn't grow up with fast food of any kind, really. He had like McDonald's once in a while, but he wasn't like, there's like a ton of fast food he's never tried. Like, like what? Uh, he had Burger King once, decided against it for the rest of his life. He's never had Taco Bell. What? He's never had Del Taco. He's never had um, Carl's Jr. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, he doesn't eat fast food. So for him, that was like, he was like, it was fine. Um, I think he's only had like In-N-Out and McDonald's and he never eats McDonald's now. Here's a, here's a left turn. So you recently have had some uh, heated debates with people over uh, In-N-Out. Oh, I will fight Listen, if you're listening to this right now and you're like, in and out's not that good, I will fight you. I will fight you in the streets. 
You're wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. It's so good. Here's the thing. In and out, all their materials are delivered every day, fresh. And if you're like, oh, but the fries aren't good, that's because big wheat has infected your fries <laughs> and created a crunchy outside that should not fucking be there, which is what I really enjoyed about uh, Dick's is they were hand-cut fries. Mm. And um, so here's what you do. Uh, pretend, it's not my fault you don't have, this is my argument, if you don't like in and out you don't have friends that have told you how to order it correctly. Yeah, I was asking the internet, hello. Hello, and also if you don't like, if you don't like a burger a certain way, know that going in. You're responsible for your in and out order. I think if you're like, oh, I just want somebody, and also the absence of bacon is not a fucking disqualifier for a burger. Because people get really mad. They're like, well, you can't get bacon on it. Well, it's like, who who died and made bacon the god of hamburgers? That's not... Here's a hot take. I don't particularly like bacon on a burger. I don't order it. And if it's there, I'll eat it. But I don't... I could go either way. I mean, we went out last night and there was bacon on that burger. But if there wasn't bacon on that burger, I I, I would have been fine with it. I gave you half the bacon that was on yeah, the burger. Yeah, you did. You did. I was like, what do you mean? That's the sweet, sweet bacon. I love all about the meat. That's a California thing. We love an ABC burger, avocado, bacon, and cheese. Avocado, bacon, and cheddar. We do love an ABC I burger. Do you like that? Um, but the so In and Out. If if you okay, so for example, there is a way to order an In and Out burger that emulates um, what a burger. For example, it's always the well, what a burger's better. Listen, I've had what a burger. You would. You ever try to order a lettuce wrap Whataburger? You know what that girl, she she was like, do you want mustard on the leaves? That's literally what she said. <laughs> it was like I had asked them to fart in my mouth. Like, they were so confused. Listen, though. I do love Whataburger. We stopped at Whataburger. When I drove out to California with my friend Seal, and, and Seal... It's and fine. Pat, it's and, good. And Seal and Patrick are listening. Hey, guys. Um, and, and we stopped at two places on the okay. way out. South of the border... Haven't had that. No, no, it, it's not a, it's it's not a, it's not a restaurant. It's a place. And oh my god, yeah, we'll talk about it later. Um, okay. <laughs> and uh, and Whataburger. Okay, Whataburger. I'm not and saying Whataburger it, isn't good. It, I'm not saying it is in the same category. No, it's a, you know, it's an, it, 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 it's an amazing burger. But I feel this is how I feel. If you had to like describe them as like, you know, global chains, like uh-huh. where would they fall? Yeah. I feel like In and Out. Is like the would be like the McDonald's, and then Whataburger would be like the Burger King, because oh yeah 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 you know when you look it's at different. like it's like size and stuff and it's like it's both good just for totally different reasons for totally different reasons. So In and Out, you have a limited menu. If you're unfamiliar, if you're the uninitiated, you have the hamburger, you have the cheeseburger, and you have the double cheeseburger, which is called double double. double. Okay, double 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 double. You can. Um, you can order, so you have that. Then you have French fries, and then you have shakes. And you can order, they just have three flavors of shake. And I will argue with you that the strawberry milkshake and an in and out tastes like strawberry cheesecake, but just frosty and delicious in your mouth. Dude, their chocolate milkshake, like, you need time alone after it. It's good. You need a moment. You they need do. a moment. You need a moment. It's very good. Now, their fries, what they do for their hand-cut fries is they have some sort of, like, potato smash machine. So they put a skinned potato into the machine, and then it just shoots, and they pull a lever, and it shoots the potato directly into the fryolator. What? 
what? What are you doing? And what I would say is if you're one of them bitches who's like, man, your paintings aren't good, order them well done and add a little bit of salt. Even, that's all you gotta do. Even um, sometimes I'll order them extra, extra well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good thing. The reason why their fries are the way they are is because in, right in, in, in all the other, any place that makes French fries, they do a double fry. Yeah. They fry it at one temperature, and then when they're ordered, they drop them and fry them at another temperature, and then that sort of seals them, and then they're done. Yeah. And it keeps them from seizing. Yeah. And they also soak them in water. Yeah. So they don't soak them in water, and they don't do the double fry, but like, yeah, in and out French fries straight, like, into, like out of the fry later and into your face yeah. is amazing. And you don't get them animal style. I do on occasion. Yeah. It's just a bit much. I feel a little weighed down. What I like is a well done fry with a, um, with a, uh, with the spread on the side. So let's describe what animal style is. Animal style is grilled onions, which Fuck everything. Grilled onions are the best flavor of anything. It's so good. Grilled onions and they're grilled next to the beef. So they're carrying the beef Mm. juice. They're carrying the, they're carrying the deliciousness of the experience, right? They got that grill season, right? So they're like, you're getting that diner fried grilled onion. You're getting the, um, you're getting a spread, which is basically Thousand Island. Yeah, It's Thousand Island with, I think like a little more of a, Smoosh. Yeah. A little more. There's something else in there. There's a little something extra, a little extra in there. Extra pickles, which some people dislike that. That's true. I'm for the pickle. I'm I'm for the pickle. And, um, and cheese melted. So if you get a fry animal style, that's what you get on top. Mm -hmm. And it is delightful. It's our version of disco fries or disco, disco taters or disco disco, fries. Yeah. yeah, I would say that definitely. Really, really good. And then. And then you can get what they do on the burger is, uh, so you have, do you order double, double animal style? You get all of that. They have also figured out how to lettuce wrap in a way that isn't horrendous. So like if I go to a, we went to golden state last night, which we got to talk about. That was a great burger. They suggested not to do the lettuce wrap, but to do burger with no bun. And they put it on a bed of arugula, which was a nice touch because it's a fancy burger joint, but like. Most places, when you ask for lettuce wrap, for Whataburger, for example, they handed me, like, it was just uh, this, I, it made me sick. It was, like, very, very strange. It was just, like, two gigantic lettuce pieces just hovering around the burger. Well, it's Texas. Did you get it in Texas? Yeah, I got it in Arizona. Oh. Yeah, they were they were not feeling that order. But I, I still wanted to try Whataburger, but I can't, if you have food allergies, you cannot eat 95% of that menu. So it's kind of <laughs> lost on me. So I respect the Whataburger for what it is. Yeah. Um, but I don't, and I don't take the argument of like, when people are like, well, Five Guys is better. You know what it is? Lowry seasoned salt is good on anything. You could put Lowry seasoned salt on a fucking shoe and it would taste delicious. They put Lowry's on everything. That's what it is. Is it's on the fries and it's on the, it's seasoned salt. That's it. Yeah. You could put seasoned salt, you could put seasoned salt on a turd. It'd be delicious. Listen, let me tell you something about five guys. I've eaten at five guys a, a decent amount. Yeah. I have never had drier burgers. That's my problem with Five Guys. It is dry as a motherfucker. And you uh, do yeah. not get that with In-N-Out nope. because of the way they cook the burgers. It, they, occasionally you might get a, a drier one. I've gotten a, like maybe or one. Or a slightly undercooked one. I haven't gotten the slightly undercooked, but I've gotten a slightly <laughs> a little overcharred because like some new kids on the on the yeah. you know, thing. But also too, I like the mustard grill. You ever get the mustard grill? Mustard grill is great. And that's mm. apparently if you're a Whataburger person to get a mustard grill. Really? 
Really? That's what I hear. Mustard mm. grilled with a whole onion. So oh. what they do is they just cross-section the onion and they put that on there. Oh. Ask Jay Light, comedian Jay Light, how he orders it. Oh. Yeah, he gets it, like, he does it so it specifically emulates a Whataburger. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he's from Texas. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, makes so sense. So tweet it, tweet it, Nicole and I, if you have a way of ordering in and out to make it taste <laughs> like Whataburger so I could finally appreciate what the fuck is happening with a Whataburger. I, well, you know what's great about Whataburgers? Their fries are real good. Yeah, the fries are good. And, like, we were eating, and I was so cracked out from being on the road. Like, there's a picture of me, and I just look like Jabba the Hutt in, like, my fucking uh, sketch fest hoodie. And I'm yeah. just like, I've been in the car for three days. Yeah. Um, but uh, the girl comes over with the big orange tray, and she's like, sauces? And I was like, uh, yes. Sauces is, okay, I will say for- Their spicy ketchup is the bomb. Their spicy ketchup is good. Comedian yeah. Adam Ferberg, who I worked with. Uh, went to go see his mom in Houston and came back and brought me spicy ketchup from, from Whataburger. And I will forever be in his... Sauces yeah. to me, really, I love a good sauce. I love a good sauce. Um, but yeah, so that that is my that is my in and out argument. I will... Mm. It is some people's boring identity to come to Los Angeles from wherever they're from, whatever corner of the world they're from, and to say, mm, in and out isn't that great. Um, it's the greatest American <laughs> hamburger, and I'll fight you. Uh, I will fight you in the streets. It's also, great. we have to go, because you've never had Tommy Burger. It's a real deep cut LA thing. Yeah. So Tommy Burger is in and out with chili on top. Now, I've heard it's... You know why I think my brain is kind of tainted? About that, I used to listen to um, Hardwick's podcast, and he used to talk about when he would go drinking before he before he got sober. He would yeah. go to Tommy Burger and yeah. just feel sick. Oh yeah, Tommy Burger. <laughs> Tommy Burger is a night ender. Like, it is. It is the cactus nachos oh, of burgers. That is that. That's a that is a wrap. That is. Oh, I had I had Tommy Burger. I'm done for the day. That's what it is. It's the same, and it's actually it's fun because if you take it home, the chili gets slightly congealed around the burger in a way that doesn't make any sense. But it's really good. It's like it's, a, it's the grease. It's the grease that just like lays it all into there. Um, another LA institution I highly recommend people try is. Um, uh, Tito's Tacos. Tito's Tacos get the all beef burrito and or just the taco. It's a deep fried taco uh, with like just shitty American cheese. It's really, it's a thing similar to Dick's. One thing that Stuart and I were discussing is Dick's is something obviously people grew up with yeah. and have a relationship with. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, cheesesteaks are like that. Yeah. You know, like, if you stand in the middle of Philly and ask where, like, where's your favorite cheesesteak place, you'll get a hundred different answers, and they're all good. Nice. But they're just, like, levels of, like, difference. Like, and not one of them will say Pat's and Gino's, because that's where the tourists go, you know? Ah. And it's, like, Pink's Hot Dogs. Like, everybody goes That's it. That's the thing. Central Coast is not known for, we don't, we kept our barbecue a secret, and we sent all the tourists to this place called Splash Cafe to get clam chowder. Blah. Pismo Beach and all the clams that you can eat. Blah. It's so gross. It's so gross. Blah. People love that shit. They're like, oh, they're so into it. It's so Dude, gross. That's Pat's and Gino's. Like, their cheesesteaks are trash. And, um, it, it's, it, and they're, they're like, they're right across the street from each other and they're both covered in neon and like, it's, it's just, it's not good. And one chops up their steak and the other one, it's, it's flat steak. Like they don't chop it. Are you a flat or a chop gal? I'm a chopped gal, which is, which is a problem for me because there's one place that's amazing called <laughs> Steve's Prince of Steaks. Adorable. <laughs> and, uh, 
their steaks are good, but they do the flat steak, and I'm just like, eh, you know, like I wasn't feeling it. My personal favorite place is um, I like a Tony Luke steak. Okay. Um, and uh, on South Street, there's a place called Ishkabibbles. Now I used to work. Yeah, I, I used to it's work. The most Philadelphia ass sounding thing. If you were to tell me the mayor of Philadelphia is. Sam Ishkabibbles, I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> I would vote for him. Absolutely. Well, when I used to, when I used to work at, at the bar, I used to work out on South Street. I would have to bark like for a while, and, yeah. and it's a very touristy area, so sure. a lot of people would come up to me and be like, um, I don't know where to get a cheesesteak. They told me to go to Jim's. Now Jim's is another like Pat's and Gino's type place, and it's it was like on the, like at the corner of where we were, yeah, across the street. And I would say, uh, Jim's is garbage. You don't want to eat there because it is. It's garbage. Don't fucking at me. Um, <laughs> I hate it. It's not good. I'm like, go one half block past that and go to Ishkabibbles. You get get the cheesesteak, get the Spanish fries, and get the gremlin. Uh, What's a Spanish fry? Uh, it's a like a cheese fry with like onions and peppers on it. Ooh, Ooh I like that. Girl, let me Ooh. tell you, it's good stuff. Mm. Um, and then they have a, a, the thing called a gremlin, which is uh, basically like orange drink and grape drink, like mixed together, kind of. What? Yeah, it's real good. So then you stop there, you eat that, and then if, you, if you're still going to hurt yourself, you go to Lorenzo's. Um, it's a pizza place. Uh, they only sell, well, they used to only sell plain slices because the line is always like wrapped around the block because it that's where you go after you've been drinking or hanging out because oh. it was open until like two or okay. three but this but the pieces of pizza are this big they're, oh okay they're i'm making a, a, a i'm drawing making, a cadillac like it's yeah it's a very large it's a very large piece of pizza it's like yeah. it's like a a flag for your college <laughs> yes yeah it's like a it, it is whatever huge. you call those flags that you hang on the wall right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. like a pennant a pennant yes that's what you um it is a very huge piece of pizza and um so for years you and they used to have big signs that say do not ask for toppings we only sell because i mean like they couldn't the place is really small and so they could only make one kind of pizza i love it and that's cheese pizza cheese and you pizza. go and you get your giant cheese piece cheese pizza and you stand outside and you try not to drop it on the ground and you know and Hell yeah um and then somebody on the internet came up with this idea of the, what they were calling the philly taco which would be a big piece of that pizza with a Jim's cheesesteak and you wrapped with it and I've never eaten that. Uh, I want to poop just thinking about that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, all that grease, like you're you're clearing the tanks. I get it though. Like an Italian beef dip sandwich when I've had those. There was a place in Arizona, fun fact about Arizona, there's a ton of people from the East Coast that vacate yeah. there. They, oh yeah. That's where they it's go. either there or Florida. So I had like a real Italian beef dip sandwich it's good there and like real italian like real chicago dogs there's a portillo's me you and dave yates should go there's a portillo's about 45 minutes i think from here or maybe really? an hour and 10 minutes here's what i'll do i'll bring my own sad buns and i'll be like can i please have this on my sad buns i don't know i don't know if hey bro hey i don't know if they would do that they don't do that but sometimes but you could you could just ask for no bun and then just put them in and your then bun. put it in my sad bun mm-hmm. um and <laughs> put it in your sad i'll bun. put it in my sad buns <laughs> um so so yeah so that those are all the food things uh i also i didn't get to try it because they didn't have a gluten-free option but um voted seattle's best uh no east washington no 
wherever Tacoma is. So like voted not Seattle, but Seattle adjacent best uh, donut shop. This place called Donut House. Oh, yeah. In in Lakewood. Uh, We brought back a half dozen of those in. They had jelly. Jelly. We got a jelly for Stuart. We got a maple bar that went fast. The maple bar was the uh, the one everyone wanted to arm wrestle each other over. Wait, were you guys cutting up the donuts? They they cut yes they cut up the donuts. Okay, I'm know, not a you know how I feel about that. Yeah, I <laughs> feel the same way. If you are in your office right now cutting a donut up, I'll fight you. Again, I will fight you. Don't fucking do that. Eat a donut. Eat the whole donut. You monster. What's right? wrong with you? Um, I, I, I once saw a wedge of a blueberry donut, like, and it was just like oozing and I'm like, oh, the humanity. Yeah. Who does that? Like, <laughs> God damn it. Why would you do that? I don't know. Um, and then they had a, it was like an apple fritter, like streusel apple fritter. Oh, shut up. Yeah. And apparently that was very good. You know, what's weird. Like I love donuts. I very rarely eat them. Um, because like they make me so tired. That like if you had a gluten allergy, you think about donuts and pizza all the time. That's exactly what happened. when you. But I mean, realize, I think about pizza all the time anyway. When you yeah. realize you can't eat that, like we just driving up to it, I was like, why isn't there a cologne or a perfume of just donut? Like if I smelled like that donut, Christmas shop, is coming. Oh my god! Oh my god! I would love to smell like donuts all the time. Um, they uh, so there was that, and then um, yeah, I think that was kind of the the best of the. The best of the foods eaten out there. You didn't get the hot dog with the cream cheese on it? No, I took a picture of the menu. Uh, There's apparently a Mediterranean spot that has the audacity to claim that it was the first place to put the hot dog with the cream cheese on it. Interesting. I had eaten a bunch of... uh, Shout out to the the Seattle Underground um, for having uh, some... uh, Having some uh, truly amazing uh, hot wings, actually. Really? Yeah, and you can order them by the pound. Ooh. And it was it was actually really good. So I I had filled up on hot wings, but typical to Seattle, I ate the hot wings, and somebody said, "Well, aren't you gonna get a sandwich at this Mediterranean spot?" And I was like, "No, nah, I'm good." And they were like, Californians, you guys never eat anything. I was like, "Bro, you just saw me put back a pound of wings," and he just said. That's just a pound of wings. <laughs> and I was just like, that's hilarious. People, motherfuckers be eating. Wait, how many Seattle. wings was it? It was a full tray of, it was a lot of wings. Yeah. They're big, they're big wings. Big meaty wing. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was full. I yeah. was full. I was fully full. Yeah. Yeah, I was, yeah. It was a good meaty wing, well cooked. Um, but yeah, it was, a, it was a good time. And uh, did you know what wings make me angry? It makes me angry when places put wings on their menu but they're not wings they're wingdings they're those fucking breaded atrocities and like the boneless the boneless chicken wing no not boneless bone bone in bone in bone in and then they're like fried like fried in like a like a you know like a like a breading and then like they'll toss them in whatever or they'll just serve them dry and then you dip them in whatever it's like i don't i don't agree with it i don't in the face you're making right now yeah I I don't like it breaded. I don't mind a deep fried wing because I like a crispy wing. I like a deep fried wing. I don't want breading on it. Breading yeah, does not breading belong on a wing. I want no. sauce. I love a lot of sauce. sauce. And I eat wings like a toddler eats spaghetti. So like when I'm done eating wings and I can put away wings, there's this place in in, in Port Richmond uh, called uh, Burnsy's. Okay. And Burnsy's is known for their wings. Okay. They're known for their wings and their crabs. Okay. And um, 
You That's can... so funny. Their wings and their crabs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, their crabs are supposed to be good. I don't eat crabs, but like that's okay. people will come, you know, and order a whole pile of them. But like, I like the wings. I like the wings. And uh, you can order them like 10, 25, 50 on up. So, like, it, you know, I, I used to go with my friend Matt, and like, he's like, hey, you want to get wings? And I would always just be sort of disappointed because I knew he was going to get the, like, the, like you want to get the 20? And I'm like, that's 10. And their wings are not big. So I'm like, that's 10. Oh, and in my head, I'm like, it's 10 wings. That's not a lot of wings. Like, oh. how about I get the 20 or the 25 and you get... You start with 20. I think one thing I will take you when we go up to the Central Coast, one thing you are going to have to try is a place called Nick's. There's Nick's and Nick's 2, Nick's 3, Nick's 4. <laughs> We're going to go to Nick's 2. We're going to get barbecued oysters. And I know what you're thinking. Now, listen, I see the face you're making. It is a barbecued oyster, again, over oak. They're $2.50 a piece. You can just try one if you want. They have, it is a pool of garlic butter on the inside. Oh. Well, you know how I feel about butter. What what did you say to me earlier today? I was like, I was making pancakes. You were like, you're not cooking those with enough butter. I was like, there's a lot of butter. You you cook with all the butter. But it's always good. That's the thing. And so like, because you can't go wrong with butter. And so... So butter, it's it's real. It's I'm not an oyster person. That's the only way I'll eat an oyster. Is the oyster like cooked, or is it? Yeah, it's is cooked. it is it like is it like the slimy? No, it's cooked. Okay. That's why I like it. Okay, I like like a I'll eat like a fried oyster. Oh like yeah, that, like that. I just that like yeah, it's barbecued hard. Okay, it's, yeah, it's oh. fucking cooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really really good. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, we got to do this food tour of the Central Coast, man. Yeah, it's really, really good. That's, that's a highly recommend. I didn't realize how good that was until I was an adult because I was afraid to eat. I did not care for fish until I was an adult. And I do have to say that it's so good. I'll take the remaining butter, oyster, garlic mix and throw it on the French fries. That's how good it is. It's so fucking good. There's a... When we go to the East Coast, there's a place... Uh, but I don't think they'll be open yet because they open. There's a place in Summers Point, okay, and, and it's on a little pier, and uh, it's only open from like Memorial Day to Labor Day because it's all college kids that work yeah. there. So once they go back to school, they're they're like, well, we're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> so they just close, but it's okay. It's 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 a seafood place called Smitty's, and um, it's so good, it's so fucking good that like. They open at like five, and at like four o'clock, people start showing up. Yeah. So they have like benches outside, Aww. and uh, if you and it's BYOB, so people will just show up with like bottles of wine, and they'll send one of the workers out with a corkscrew and a sleeve of cups, so you, so people can like Whoa. entertain themselves before they go in. I mean, not that that means anything to either one of us, but like you yeah. can still like. Oh, that's but that's cute. pretty cool though, that's and like really they cool. have you can eat there because they do a broiled seafood monstrosity that is like the size of this coffee table nice. and it just has everything in it you probably can't eat the devil clam but like gross no devil clam is really good what's that uh it's like um oh, like clams it's like clam but like with like breading and butter and like yeah. onion and so you so you probably couldn't eat that mm. but like everything else is just broiled nice. there's no breading so i mean giant scallops the size of your face and yeah. like just sh- big shrimps and it's just it's so good yummy yeah it's real good um 
but like I said, it's only open from like Memorial Day to Labor Day. So nice. Yeah. So last night we ate at a burger spot. Yes, we did. We uh, did. Golden, Golden Golden State yes. on Fairfax Avenue in Los Angeles. Across, across from, from Cantor's. Uh, Where they have slightly dried pastrami and you look like you want to slap me. <laughs> well, it's kind of the only pastrami I know really like authentic oh. kind of pastrami for me. So I'm, I'm willing to be wrong. I haven't had pastrami at... All I know about pastrami is I like it hot. I don't like... Isn't there a way to get it, like, cold? Yeah, you can get it cold. It's gross. I don't like it gross. No, when it's hot, it's like Crispy. butter. Crispy. It's like butter. You stick it, in your, stick it in your face, and it's just like... That's Katz's. Katz's is... Shout out to Jay Katz. Um, it's it just melts in your mouth. Yeah, you know, and 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 that's the way it is at Katz's because they they make so much of it. Yeah, They're constantly just bringing out new pieces, cutting it, and it's just warm and like. Mm. Yeah, it's um yeah, it's pretty good. The um, I always make those finger motions in front of my face when I talk about it. I do love a Cantor's. I do love a Cantor's. My favorite Cantor's sandwich is the little spicy. Oh, which one's that? Which it has. I think it's pastrami. Yeah, it has yeah. pastrami, melted cheese. It's on a, um, it's, I don't get it. I get it with the gluten-free now. But it's on a uh, cheddar jalapeno bagel that they make in-house. Ooh. And they, like, panini press it. Okay. And so it's this, like, beautiful, cheesy, yummy thing. And I dip it in spicy mustard. Oh, I like that. It's wow. really fucking good. You know, it's weird. I'm, I'm like always, my, my favorite thing is just the ham. The ham sandwich at Canada Ham is fucking ridiculous. They make I've never it, had their it, ham sandwich. It's so good. Oh, okay. But um, I don't usually like bagel sandwiches because it's a lot of bread. Yeah. Um, I, but that sounds good, though. I Well, now I order it with, because they have a lot of gluten-free options at Cantor's, which is great. They don't have a lot of gluten-free options at Greenblatt's. But there's so many good individual things. Have you ever been to Greenblatt's? I had their apple pie. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, also, uh, favorite things on the menu, scallop potatoes. Oh. Their chicken soup. And um, I had a terrible, I had a surgery a day before Thanksgiving a couple years ago. And we had Greenblatt's Thanksgiving dinner. It was great. They stay wow. open because they provide a lot of the catering for the um, for the Lap Factory Thanksgiving dinner. Um, so that's really good. But the... Um, so Golden State, let's talk about it. Yeah, so, so so you go in, there's not a lot of choice. You get a burger, it's regular burger, uh lamb. The lamb burger. They they've had I think they they something else and then they had an impossible burger. They had an impossible burger and then like some other kind of burger. Yeah, and then like salads for dopes who go into a burger place and don't want to order a burger. And order yeah, and order a salad. <laughs> um, they don't have a gluten free bun. Sad, but that's okay. Um, they did recommend uh, ordering it. You could tell it was going to be good, even though there was nobody in it yet, because there were two uh, <laughs> two big beautiful ladies, two women of size, just flirting with the clerk at the front. Hardcore. Hard. We had to. We left. Checked the menu at a pizza place. Checked to see if my friend was working at Sweet Chick. Came back. They finally had said that they were just walking away from the register. Yeah. Those bitches. I hope one of them marries that man. It was a good uh, 10 minutes of them just like just licking him on the face. Talking about <laughs> you have ice cream on the menu. What beer do you recommend? What burger do you recommend? It's like, move it. Move yeah. it, Karen. I'm hungry. Um, <laughs> they did have Victory Beer uh, on their beer menu, which is great. That's a Philly, well, outside Philly brand. Um, outside Philly brand yeah. beer. Uh, very cool marketing. Um, 
uh, I'm trying to remember the comedian that first took us there, uh, Stuart Tudor's kid. Um, uh, God damn it. Anyway. Um, Danny Gould? Yes. Oh. Yeah, yes, Dana Gould. Dana Gould took us there. Um, you had burgers with Dana Gould? Yeah. Cool. What a nice guy. He's a sweet, sweet fellow. Um, so he recommended it. Mm-hmm. And um, it, uh, Stuart, I think I got, when we went before, I got the burger you got. So you got the, ba- you got what? what they got the regular burger. The regular burger, which for them comes with bacon. Yes. For the monsters that need bacon. It, it, it came with bacon and arugula. And um, cheese. Yeah. And good cheese. It was they a put, good cheese. They put expensive cheese on their burger. It was a subtle cheese, I have to say. And I have to say that burger was $15. And at first I was like, fucking $15. Better be a good burger. And you know what? It was, it was. good. It, it was, was really good. It was. They, How was the bun? The bun was nice. I like it. like a brioche? Yeah. It was a brioche bun. I like a squishy bun. I don't like a hard bun because what usually happens is that it starts to fall apart. Yeah. Or you feel like you're just eating or just only eating bun. Yeah. You a know, gluten-free like, bun is this thing that disintegrates as you eat. So I noticed that. you have to that. eat it very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it was good, though. It was really good. It was seasoned really well. It was cooked perfectly like okay. I, ordered, I ordered at medium it was maybe like a like a little high medium high medium but like i was okay with that because it was juicy and it came with this that aioli didn't really have much of a taste to it i kept dipping things into it and i couldn't really taste it you know what i did there was a shining star at that restaurant that oh, night and yeah. that was the curry, curry ketchup that, that was awesome i mixed the aioli with the curry ketchup yeah yeah, I watched Beautiful. you do that, and I I didn't know what to think. Of I'm that. not a mix. I'm not a mixed ketchup with mayo human. Oh, it's so good though. But that's exactly that was the right circumstances to mix ketchup with mayo for me. So the the curry, the bougie curry ketchup with the bougie aioli. Mm-hmm. It I felt like both flavors together because I kept dipping one, dipping the other, and then I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna be that bitch," and it was great. It was that curry ketchup was the bomb. I have to say, what was funny was I had that show afterwards, and I ordered a ginger ale at the bar. Yeah. And as I'm drinking the ginger ale, I'm belching up the curry ketchup. <laughs> curry ketchup, and I'm like, "Ginger curry ketchup? Where am I? What is Where this? am I? You're in the Orient. Uh, yeah, you're. Um, <laughs> it was that was really really fantastic. Yeah. I ordered the lamb burgers. So it was a combination lamb and uh, hamburger uh, mix. It was really great. And what I what I liked about it is sometimes lamb can be a bit much, that aftertaste you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. I don't love lamb. I don't mm-hmm. love it. To, I have to be in the mood for lamb. Okay. What was nice about that is it had, um, it was mixed with beef, so it gave it, it cut that aftertaste a little bit. Mm. They put a Gruyere over it, which is, again, a nice subtle cheese. And then they did a pepper. Was that Gruyere? It was Gruyere. Oh, they put a little peppery um, saute over it, and then, um, which they called a chutney, but it was not sweet. Yeah. Well, I think chutneys can go either way. It I can think. go either way. Yeah. And it was on a bed of arugula, as recommended for my dietary needs. I imagine the brioche bun is magical with it. I'm sure it's really great because the Gruyere was super melty, and it was really making everything kind of congeal into a nice pile. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there mm-hmm. was... Uh, there was we ordered um, sweet potato fries on the side, which if you're they were like wedges though they weren't like fries they were wedges. they were hand cut wedges and they, and were, they were real really good nice and they weren't like breaded with anything no. weird a lot of times you get sweet potato fries and they're like sweet potato fries generally do have a wheat coating on them mm-hmm. because they 
don't maintain their structural integrity when you cut them small. Right. So they were a nice, thick, hand-cut sweet potato fry, dipped really well in all of the different sauces. I actually held off putting the uh, curry ketchup on the burger because it came with a tzatziki sauce that really made the burger shine. I love me some tzatziki sauce. It was really, really good. I really, I actually, I, I'm really pleasantly surprised because the burger, the burger that you had, I had had before, and I could go either way on that. But I, I really enjoyed the, the lamb burger. That was great. I, I No, I had that bite of your burger, and it was like, yeah, I, it's that lamb taste. I don't know. I guess I didn't grow up eating it, and it, it was always kind of a flavor that was... One of my old roommates, like, well, he loved lamb, and he bought, like, a little rack of lamb thing from somewhere, and he's like, you're going to love lamb. And I was like, he made it, and I was like, no, I don't love lamb. Like, I want I want, to, I want, to love everything, you know? Yeah. Just like I can't eat goat cheese. Goat cheese makes me gag. Oh. Oh, yeah. I like goat cheese now. Goat cheese. That's how I, you know you're an adult when you start liking goat cheese. When I eat it, it's fine. And then a split second later, I get this, like, weird, that like, backlog taste of, it just tastes like, do you ever drive behind a trash truck in the summertime? <laughs> It yeah, just, it does have a trash juice aftertaste. And oh my God. And uh, I was, oh, when we had the writer's meeting. Yes. And I ate that piece of cheese that was mistakenly goat cheese. And I was like, is that goat cheese? Accidental goat cheese. But Stuart plowed through that shit because he enjoys a goat cheese. He likes it. He likes a cheese that will like ruin your evening. Like he wants, he wants, <laughs> he wants cheese that is like, will make everyone's breath smell really bad. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, I would say, do you guys have like a race? system on digi no not really but we would can eat there I would, I would go back there yeah you would absolutely. Go back again, yeah i, I mean because like i said i was kind of like oh fuck 15 dollars you know yeah. but, but i thought it was is, is expensive oh we oh, probably would have yeah. spent more at cancer yeah we would have definitely oh i'm not saying but i mean it was good though i felt like i got i got my 15 bucks worth out of that place like yeah if, if it would have been shitty i would have been mad which is why i was kind of like grumbly before we went to go to look at the pizza place yeah um but you were like, it's good, and your your recommendations are pretty on spot. So I like you food. Know. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I would I would give it I would give it like four and a half stars. A four and a half star experience. I could have, you know what? I could have done with less. I like the arugula on there. Yeah. But I probably could have done with less of that, and maybe a little more cheese. Maybe you could do light cheese or light arug. Next or maybe time. even arugula on the side, maybe even arugula on the side, so you can maybe choose. a tomato, a piece of tomato would have been nice on there. Yeah, spicy lettuce is not for everybody. I love arugula, but like, I just it, it can take over a yeah, dish. A, a little sure. bit. I yeah. could like I wanted to taste the meat a little more, but the meat it was it was good. It was good meat. It was seasoned really nice. It was ground right. You can tell. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, no, it was. Wasn't it was, a weird frozen patty. No, definitely not a weird frozen patty. And I love a brioche bun because it, you know why I also like it because it soaks up the juices. Yeah. So you you know it, you're not your whole arm isn't covered in like meat juice by the time you're you know. You say that like it's a bad thing. No, I mean I will. I'm not above licking my whole arm in the middle of a restaurant, but like, you know. I'm a classy gal like that. Yeah, I'll have to take you. I can't remember the name of that barbecue spot, but we did find a decent barbecue spot in this neighborhood. It's, it's the one you went to in Encino with, with Stuart, right? With Stuart, yeah. yeah. And it's not the wild thing about it is it's not. <laughs> it's a it's a whole experience. I uh, I can't remember. Um, but yeah, it was it was a good time. That that barbecue spot when you walk in, it's fancy. Mm-hmm. It's fancy. Like, you're like, oh, what are, you trying, are you trying to sell wine? What's going on Well, that's here? that area. 
yeah, it's bougie. And so I was ready to be underwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And I was pleasantly surprised. It was really good. That's I ordered cool. tri-tip. He ordered St. Louis-style wing, uh, uh, ribs because they were out of beef ribs. And um, the St. Louis-style barbecue sauce, I swapped sauces with him. Mm-hmm. And I ate my salsa till it was gone. And then I used his barbecue sauce. And he used my um, whatever that molasses goo that he fucking loves it so he was really into that but it was (laughs) there's a there's a barbecue place in philly called sweet lucy's and it's so good and on monday nights they have a 25 dollar all you can eat barbecue buffet yes (laughs) yes challenge accepted is there a uh, food eating contest uh, involved with that because i will Fuck that place up. No, and I think that there's one thing that's not included, and I don't I don't remember if it's the ribs or the brisket, but, like, there's something that's not included there, but, like, everything else is. Uh, that's the first place, first and only place I had smoked turkey wings. Ooh. I went with my friend Farley. Shout out to Pat Farley. Um, smoked turkey is the way to turkey. I, well, I made the turkey last year. I made Thanksgiving last yeah. year. We had, me and Brendan, when we were living in Van Nuys, we had a little Thanksgiving Butterfly gathering. Butterfly the turkey the whole night. Yeah, it did. Listen, if you have never butterfly a turkey, you have to have it at some point. You gotta show me how to do that. We'll do it. We'll do it. I probably have to buy a knife to do it because none of our knives will do it. But yeah, um. you know, every knife and pan in this house has been through. Uh, they're all like the Vietnam veterans of. It's seen some shit. Yeah, it's like a it's like a VFW club in there. It's just it's, the, it's, it's not good. They all have PTSD. They really a are. knife bounced off a lemon yesterday. That was pretty great. You're like, look at this. Boing, boing, boing. It just wouldn't do anything to it. <laughs> trying to saw it, nothing. It oh, yeah, I do everything lemon. with steak knives. Yeah, we have to cook everything with steak knives. And stuff. So, all right, well, we should wrap this up then. Yeah. Um, well, tell, tell the people, um, is it AnnaValenzuela.com? Yeah, you can go to AnnaValenzuela.com for all my show dates. You can also check me out. I'm bringing back 12 Questions, Season 3. Season 3, baby. Season 3, baby. Um, and uh, so it's coming back on the Unpops Network. You can also find me at Anna, uh, at is found on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I will... I. I just got canned from my shitty day job, and I have to tell you, I've got nothing but road dates lined up. So, come out. Uh, Mama's getting paid in cash. It's gonna be dope. Hey, yeah. Uh, merch to come. So if you like this and you want to see some cool merch, Nicole's gonna help me set up some merch. Yeah, um, man. So it's all it's all good stuff. All yeah. good in the hood. All right, and then maybe we'll do some did you eat minis for the many things that we eat. Yeah, we do eat a lot of yummy things together because we enjoy food. Yes. Um, it is apple season, ladies and gentlemen. So throw an apple in your regular recipes. Throw some apple in where some savory would be. Throw some apple in. Uh, well, I bought too many apples, so we're literally eating them. Uh, Why did just, we buy so many apples? Because they were on. They're in season. I double bought. I didn't realize we were at the ninety nine, and they had, real. They had the same fucking expensive apples from Trader Joe's. That's true. We need to do a ninety nine episode. How to shop the ninety nine? Yeah, we do. How to be? How to eat on a dime? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thanks a lot. And uh, did you eat? Okay. Well, that was my sit down with Anna Valenzuela. You can hit up her website at annavalenzuela.com. 
And we did set up her merch with her sweet new logo. You should check it out. It looks awesome. You can also follow her on all the socials at Anna V is fun. Keep an ear out for uh, me and Anna doing Did You Eat Minis in the very near future. Uh, and also thanks to Anna for doing the podcast and also for not strangling me yet as a roommate. Uh, and if you haven't had that hot sauce in your life, you need to get some ha ha hot sauce at ha ha hot sauce.com. And tell Dave you heard about it from the DigiE podcast. They are our official hot sauce sponsor. And lastly, you can catch me at digi underscore eat on Instagram, D I D J A underscore eat, E A T, on Instagram. And all the socials for my comedy at Yatesy75, Y-A-T-E-S-Y-7-5. And, or my website at yatesycomedy.com. Uh, I have videos and upcoming dates and all that fun stuff. So if you could please subscribe and post a review for the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, because it's the kind thing to do, please feel free to send feedback through the Instagram account. And thanks for listening, and be back super soon with another episode of Digi Eat. <laughs>